0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities Incorporated, expert engineers, designers, and manufacturers of steel training towers, burn rooms, and mobile units that are all made in the USA. All right, this is going to be uh, take two. So welcome back to Three Point Firefighter. Today, my guest is Justin Fraze. Now, Justin is a 23-year veteran of the fire service, and he's currently assigned to Squad 18 in the Colony, Texas, as a driver operator. He's an adjunct instructor for the North Central Texas College Fire Academy, and he has taught at various other conferences around the country. Now, Justin also has an associate's in fire science technology. He's also certified as a master firefighter and instructor and an active member of the Hot Fools, and also an active member with the Georgia Smoke Divers, which he may bring up, I don't know. Uh, but I'd say more importantly, Justin is probably proudest that he's been married to his wife, Angela, for 20 years. He has a son in college, a daughter in high school. Brother Phrase, welcome to the show.
1: Man, dude, thank you so much I, for having
0: me. You're doing me an honor. So here's how you got on the show. I don't know if you knew this. I get a text from Eddie Still. Bro, you've okay. got to have this guy on Mine,
1: That's That's my little bro, man. And,
0: well, if Eddie says it, I'm doing it. Eddie's about the nicest guy I've ever met. Uh Big, oh, friend, yeah. big fan, big fan. So if he says it, even if, if he said, you need to go back with your first wife, well, okay, I, I wouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> Eddie's super nice up to that point. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, so Eddie's super nice enough to know that he would not recommend you go back to your first wife, I'm sure. So <laughs> oh, I
0: hope, he's
1: I hope a me. good no, he dude. He really
0: is. He's top notch.
1: Yeah. And for a truckie,
0: I've seen him move a line, flowing and moving. And I, for a minute there, I thought he was a real firefighter. But it turns out he was on a so, train like
1: yeah so he he was an engine he was a water nerd for a while and uh he he was super proud of all the water nerd stuff and then he got into a truck and then that's just what happens you immediately just talk trash about water nerds and you're you're a truck guy and that's 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 exactly
0: right as long as nobody outside the fire service bashes that's fine
1: no 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 that's it that's (laughs) it
0: so let's start off with a couple things here now i know you've taught at the bearers of the oath where else have you taught
1: uh, so, Bears of the Oath. Um, and actually, man, like, let me back it up. Where did we start off at? Um, uh, Chris Kessinger's prioritized a search class that he did in Ohio a few years ago. Man, I don't remember what year we did that. It was like 2020, maybe like COVID and we still just went to Ohio and did the right stuff with our friends. But um, there I met uh, Shane, uh, Sean Duffy. Arthur Ashley and Chris Kessinger and he brought this group of guys together that had really never met each other and we're upstairs in this room getting ready to put together you we know, had this uh, the live fire search class and we're all talking techniques and how we should lay this stuff out and everybody was just instantly on the same page it was a full-on did we just become best friends <laughs> yep you want to do crunch in the garage yep and uh and uh, that's that's how that started, man. And so I'm going out to, to a of the other couple times. I, didn't, I, I kind of missed this year. I put everything on hold studying for a captain's test this year. And um, I'm hoping to get back to to teaching with Shane this year, man. I'm excited about it. That's you a great mentioned conference.
0: a lot of great guys in that conversation. Big fan of Chris Kessinger and, and you know, Sean Duffy and on, oh, all on.
1: Uh Just good dudes, oh, yeah. man.
0: Passionate, passionate, passionate.
1: And you know what? The, the coolest. Ahead. I'm sorry. You go, brother. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, the coolest thing for me was, like, you know, like, we had interacted, all of us had interacted with each other in kind of the same circles on social media. And so you have this impression of what those guys are. And then, it's like, to meet them in real life, and then, yeah, that's – they were all as advertised, man. That was just – that was probably the best part of the whole thing. You
0: know what's funny? Like, you and I were talking before the we started recording, having uh, Chris on here and Sean and everything and talking to them before, their passion and – just their just their general niceness came across, and I was like, "Man, this is going to be yeah. a, good, a good conversation." To, but to be fair, there's not—I yeah. can't think of anybody that I haven't really connected with that way. Um, but they—they yeah. uh, they just Sean, especially man. There's just like that—that that, uh, it's like you're, you know Mark Malone.
1: I, I I've never met him. I, I, like I follow him, I, I know who he is, but uh, we've never. We've Same way
0: you talk to him for a couple minutes, or like you felt like you've known him your whole life, and uh, you, you figure out yeah. how, he, how he is on the in the fire service. So where else yeah, have yeah. you taught besides Bears of
1: the Oath? So Bears of the Oath, the uh, Prioritize and Search Conference, uh, Carly Moore had his uh, benefit for the fall-in, Bill, and uh, he actually invited Shane to come down, and Shane flew in here, and then we all went up to Oklahoma City and taught there. Um, various conferences just around here, like Fools Conferences and whatnot. Uh, Louisville, Texas puts on a, a Seth Taylor, who's another dude you need to get on the show, another great guy. He's a, he's a truckie in Louisville, Texas he puts together a, a fire conference It used to just be a search or I'm sorry, a truck conference. And uh, he's expanded that to some engine, engine operations and leadership. We just did that a couple of weeks ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, anybody who's dumb enough to give me a platform to speak <laughs> on and, you know, a, a room to set on fire and throw students in, man, I'm, I'm, I'm down to go. That's
0: awesome, man. That's, that's what it's about. It's, it's you guys that are moving the fire service in a positive direction.
1: You know? Oh yeah, man. Like, and we we did that the, the the truck conference that we did like that's we you know, so the three there's three of us in the colony, and you know, we mentioned smoke divers you know we'll we'll talk about that I'm sure at some point but uh yeah we got invited to teach at this truck conference and you know I had already been back to Georgia a couple times and you know, teaching search and fire academy but we had all these guys come through this this truck conference doing search stuff and I'm watching these guys search and these guys coming through this class just I thought everybody knew how to search. I I just took it for granted that, hey, I know how to do this. And when you realize that, man, there's a bunch of guys that are behind on how to do this, it it was kind of eye-opening. Like, man, maybe I can help do something about that. And it's been cool to get an opportunity to get out and do that.
0: Yeah, what I've noticed, a couple of things when it comes to searching. One, uh, I know a lot of people treat VES or window-initiated search as an advanced skill, which it it seems to me it should be completely basic. It should be used a lot more. Yes. And I was just talking with to a friend of mine today about this. And we, we kind of go back and we don't go back and forth. We just talk about this one thing a lot. I'm not a big fan of the truck company going through the same door as the line. Yeah. yeah. And you see that default setting happen a lot, too. Um, I still see, see people uh, searching with ticks, but not using them and sticking to the wall. Uh-huh. Stick to the wall. I've yep. actually seen people on a RIT team in training. Go in, and as soon as they go through the door, they say, "Okay, let's take a left-hand search pattern." Like,
1: uh, no, oh no, yeah, no, no, no. because that's what you're taught. That's what that's you know. It's so, the God love them; they're doing the best they can. But the they're you know, they're, they're teaching us to the I don't even know who they're teaching us to. It's there's no there's no level that should be low enough that hey we should just go left or right. Um, yeah, my what really opened my eyes in this conference specifically was a guy doing a search pattern, and he's on the wall. But he's searching up and down the wall. He's just sweeping up the wall. I'm like, hey, dog, like, what are you looking for, man? I'm looking for means of egress. And there's a victim, you know, a dummy, nine inches away from his his right arm. Like, if he literally just went from this right arm to just put his hand down here, my like, hey, man, how about we search in this room for the victims? Because, you know, they don't have any of this gear or any of this cool stuff we're wearing. And they're not moving unless you put your hands on them and drag mm-hmm. them out. So uh, that that was the big eye-opener for me. And and I've experienced the. Uh, We've got some smaller, like you know, we call them the fox in a box houses in the colony, and you get you know two or three engine bombas in the hallway with a hose line, and you're not getting to those rooms, and so that's that's you know we we have actually gone out and done window initiated search simply because we couldn't you know fit down a hallway mm-hmm. with the with the hose line. So mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and I've also noticed too that people like to uh, well, I think this is human nature in general is go out the door you came in, and mm-hmm. I I've always tried to teach you know. Once you get the, the victim, is there a better way out? Take two seconds quickly and see what happens. If you have yeah. to go back that way, the, the way you came in, that's fine. But don't have that default setting that, okay, I've crawled through, you know, down a hallway through two rooms. Let's drag them out. Yeah. And another thing that drives me nuts. You got me, you got me on a soapbox now. I hope you're happy.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for my service.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's nothing that gets me. And I've seen this a lot where and people will treat dummies differently than they'll treat people. So we just a couple yep. I don't know a couple months ago we were doing some live burns with uh, local departments and I saw consistently people finding the baby dummy scooping it under its arm standing up and walking out. Grabbing grabbing a victim yep. that's easy to lift a kid grabbing them standing up and walking out and every single time I'm like is that is that the best practice? Where's the good air? If there's yep. the good air in there where's yep. that? Tell me I'm wrong, no. brother. Tell me I'm wrong.
1: Oh, no, you're absolutely right. But So, you know, everything that we do on the fire ground is based on the conditions that we, we get when we arrive. And the conditions are everything from the structure, the smoke, the fire, and the dude that's been searching with you. Um, so, you know, we try to, I want to be as realistic as I can in, the, in training, but we don't, we don't really get to do live fire training in the colony. We don't have a place to do that yet. So we have to do that. Hey, it's 900 degrees at the ceiling and we're we're forcing these guys that you know, we're, we're having to make them, you know, hey, play the prop and imagine that we're down low. And at the same time you're wanting them, hey man, let's let's try to do this scenario as real, whatever the conditions that we actually have are what we really have. And and so there's a there's a balance there. But yeah, the the whole default to hey, it's a, it's a baby, let's just stand up and walk out. You know, get out as quickly as you can, but but you know, think about you know, what conditions do you have in the space that you're in to make that the the best outcome for for your victim.
0: What else are you seeing that students are doing default settings that drive you nuts that you're trying to break bad habits?
1: The still, the downward facing dog, you know, crawling around or the the human centipede where, you know, you know, face down, butt up, crawling down the hallway. Um, The, you know, if you hand them an imager, you know, one of two things happens. They forget that they have an imager. Or they just live inside of the imager, not using it for its intended purpose. Hey man, this is a this is a tool to keep me oriented. Hey, do I see anything awesome here? Anything that, that piques my interest? And they, they walk around with this tick, you know, six inches in front of their face the entire time. And you know, they're losing situational awareness and, and living inside of that thing. Those are the big ones that I see. And then this guy's just don't know. You know, they, they do these search drills, and you see them on the ground, and it looks like they're sorting Skittles and M&Ms <laughs> on the floor. They pick up every little thing they see. Like, hey, man, we're, we're not here. We're looking for human-sized things, and, and we're going to extend into that space. They, they, they still want to hang out on that wall and sweep up and down the wall rather than you know, anchoring off of that wall and leaning out into the space and, and actually looking for people because I don't know of any documented cases of you know, victims propped up vertically you know, against a wall. <laughs> Where they've uh, hey man, here he is. Like he velcroed himself to the wall and lit the house on fire. I don't I seen Now
0: that if anybody's yet. gonna do that in training, you know it's gonna be Dave Mellon,
1: right? Oh, absolutely. Dave Mellon, oh man, that's another one that 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 uh just one of my man crushes. I love that dude. <laughs> just absolute psychopath in every single way that you can be one, and he's so much fun. And he has the most shit talking kid in the history of the planet. I don't know if he's I met have his not son. Yet. Um, but he's he's brought him to he bought him Bears of the Oath and he bought him out brought him out to uh, the the benefit for the fallen and uh yeah dude that dude his his kid's shit talking game is, is strong <laughs> so so if he when he listens to this just just let him know like yeah he's he's gonna phrase appreciates his son's shit talking ability it's, it's good uh,
0: we talked about search a little bit which I didn't plan to but you put me on a soapbox so I got all shitty. And I'm not I'm not there even you a, go. I'm not even a truck guy. I've been on the truck a couple of times. It's just it's not me. Uh I I'll, I graduated high school for one, so that's a big one. I like reading.
1: that's excuse, yeah.
0: Sorry I made myself laugh on that one. But um, I'll, I do want to talk to you about mindset. So, I've noticed in the uh in the fire service, there is more talk about getting the right mindset uh, about, you know, flow state and, you know, condition black. And and, and, and there's more there's more pointing towards the mental aspect of the fire service, which in the 28 years I've been in, I haven't heard. I've heard nothing but the physical challenges, the physical prep, very little of the mental. But it seems like the past past five, seven years, I've been hearing nothing but. So talk to me about that. Why am I hearing that? And what do you think about it? Where does it fit in?
1: Man, I I don't know where it happened, but but it's the, kind of the same thing for me. For the first you know, fifteen eighteen years of the fire service mindset never really that wasn't a buzzword in the fire service, and I don't know if it's a uh, it's a cultural change with you know you know the whole you know this weaker generation. Back in my day, we didn't think about mindset. I don't know. Maybe it's it's um, I, I I wish I I've got no answer for that one. You stumped me on this one. Um,
0: Bridge but, one, uh, Firefighter
1: One, Justin man. Zero. <laughs> oh, no, I'm coming back. Stand by. <laughs> I, I haven't had it. I, I'm down to like one rock star a day. I'm trying to reduce my caffeine oh, intake. Oh, so uh, that's why I'm not fully functioning yet. Yeah, I know it's a terrible, terrible waste of my brain. But I think it has a lot to do with um, we're, we're talking more about um, mental health in the fire service. We're talking more about, you know, the whole motivation versus discipline and all that stuff. So I think the mindset thing is, is really kind of part of that conversation. Um, you know, the, we, we don't have an option to lose. Like it, I mean, it happens, but that's, you know, there's, there's no plan B, right. I'm, I've never walked into a fist fight planning on losing, losing, but I've woken up staring at the ceiling a few times. Um, so my mindset going into that is my mindset just to win. And I think that that's just part of, you know, taking the the fire service further than we used to be, whereas, you know, it wasn't really anything that we thought about. We just assumed that we're going to go in there and win. But now we're we're making a conscious effort that, hey, this is my mindset. I have a I I'm going to win. I'm putting this in my head. I'm putting it out into the universe that uh I'm going to be successful at whatever it is I'm going to be doing today. Uh, Chief Rice is one of our battalion chiefs in the colony. He physically crosses a bridge when he drives to the colony, Texas. And he kind of, you know, you know, a metaphor there. It's he mentally crosses that bridge as well. Um, it's kind of the same for for me. When I'm coming to work and I turn left on the main street, that's where the switch gets flipped for me. You know, I might be listening to some, you know, some Texas country music or whatever on on the drive in. But when I turn that on, on the main street, it's straight to my death metal, you know, angry <laughs> music because I'm I'm getting my mind right for the day. Like I'm I'm coming into I'm getting in that that mindset that whatever I'm going to do today, I'm going to win. I love it. You know, it's it's funny
0: how it does play into things. Now, for me, I have to, and this is an absolute must for me, I have to think about running, exercising the, next, the, the night before. So I've already done it tonight where usually after dinner, I will say either out loud or think to myself, tomorrow you're going to run and tomorrow you're going to exercise and tomorrow you're going to have a great time doing it. And if I don't do that, I've yep. noticed – if I wake up and I get ready to go to the gym, I'm like, oh crap. It just my mind's not there. And I usually have a have a yeah. bad time. Uh I'm trying to use it more when I'm teaching classes or traveling and teaching, whatever it is, but there is a mindset there and I'd love to know the science behind it. Yeah. Um Truckee's not gonna tell me the science behind it. Um
1: god dang right we're not. <laughs> um but but I'm, I'm the same thing. So that you know, when I when I turn on the Main Street and I turn on my angry music, it's because I I do a workout every morning as soon as I get to work. I'm usually at the station, man. Our shift changes at seven. I'm there a little bit after five. Nice. I'm gonna go. my my, my rig goes my, my my gear goes on the rig almost two hours early. I, if I'm there, like I'm I'm ready to take calls. I'm ready to do the drag stuff. But uh, angry music out. In the, you know, open up the bay doors. I drag crap outside I do all my workouts outside. Um, because I just want to make it suck more nice. and you know i'm gonna I'm gonna do you know some kind of workout usually I do it on air here lately I have not because we don't have a cascade system at my station anymore they move it to the to a newer firehouse um but I'm gonna do some kind of workout and then again it's I never really thought of it you know in that way of mindset it's just this is my you know it's almost a religion at this point like I do it it, it has to happen and it wrecks my day if I don't get that in y'all yeah. you know, gotta swing out to another station i gotta gather up gear and or, I, you know, I go and teach a class and I come back and I got to throw stuff in the extractor you know, before I get there in the morning. It, it, it actually kind of wrecks my day. But, you know, getting that win early in the morning is my uh, that's how I get my mind right for the day. Man,
0: that's absolutely me, too. I mean, I go to a gym, but if I don't start my day with that, my day sucks the rest of the time. Uh, when we talk about our mindset now, I, real, real quick, when you t- turn on the, the, the death metal, I'm assume, I assume you're talking about
1: wham. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, George Michael, 80s, man, he really gets me fired up. He's right up. here. He lives in yeah. here. Yes, he's right there. Absolutely. <laughs> God help <laughs> me, Jesus. Yeah, my, so my my wife will get in the truck and I've left it on at some point in time and it, it comes on and the volume is never you know below all the way on, and she turns on my truck. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Oh my God. I don't know. There's a lot of shit on me. <laughs> that I don't even know where to start.
0: My big one is uh, but, Inner um, Sandman. If I'm going to, to, the, to yeah. the gym, I have to put in Inner Sandman, the remix of it. Love it.
1: Yeah. Um, it, the the mindset thing, you know, I, I guess it's a mindset. Um, I tell people that I hate losing more than I like to win. Mm, I like, um, like when, I sh- when I show up, like, if I show up and I win, I'm like, oh, yeah, then that's what was supposed to happen. But if I lose, holy crap, like I, I hate losing. So I got to, you know, that's, that's how I, I guess that would be my mindset. Yeah. You know, I hate losing more than I like to win. So
0: mindset to me kind of leads right into motivation. How do you see that transfer going? What to, When you talk about motivation in the fire service, are you talking about trying to stay motivated to do your job or going to the next level?
1: I think it's kind of all of it, man. and. and you know, I'm not a disciple of Jocko, but I've listened to all the podcasts and read all the books. That's um, a disciple, like, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, um, I don't know if it was in the center for somebody else that, you know, motivation gets you to the starting line. Discipline gets you to the finish line. Um, it's, you know, the motivation is what, all right, hey, man, I, this is the direction I want to go. And it's the discipline that that gets you there. Um, so, when I when I talk about it, you know the motivation. Hey, like I want to promote. Cool, man. That, that's that's awesome. You know, you got you're motivated to promote. Now that you have the discipline to get in that book five hours a day every day for the next seven months. So when you show up, you win. And that's I mean that's really kind of how I break down the difference between the now, two. Have you ever? lost
0: the passion for the job. For example, I, I I did. I was an absolute bag of shit on at the job. I was just come in being lazy, did bare minimum blamed everybody for all my problems, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I got motivated again. Have you ever had those down moments? I, it doesn't seem like you. you had- up,
1: dude! Oh, holy crap. Like, the nobody's ever out there posting all their dirty laundry on facebook right like that's all you see is the best on their instagram and it's all how happy smiling faces and shit but absolutely man like this 23 years of this and you've been like 29 you said how long 28 like you can't be up that whole time it's impossible like if anybody says they are like i, I want to get on whatever they're on um i mean yeah that's a good drug y'all <laughs> but yeah, absolutely, man. I've, I've, you know, I've worked for some, some leaders that just crushed me and worked on some crews that, that crushed me. And then there's just you know, the, the personal stuff that goes on outside of the fire service that, that, you know, comes with you. And absolutely. Like, you know, I, I got to a point several years back where I actually thought about not being a fireman anymore. My wife and I had that conversation. Um, because I was just, just that miserable. Um, and then, you know, I, I wish I could say like there was some epiphany moment that kind of drug me out of it. But then just one day, I'm like, Hey, I'm just, yeah, I just still love doing this. Like I had to pause and, and Hey man, this is actually still what I really love to do. Um, I had a, one of my, one of my kids that came through fire camp, man, he, uh, awesome dude. I mean, he works in Arlington, Texas now, but he called me the day that he got hired. He works in the city that, that I live in. He was working for the street department or the parks department and he called me and, like, and, like, he my nickname from him was Uncle Fraze, Uncle Fraze, but this dude called me Uncle Fraze, They called me, man. I was on my knees in the street, man. I'm so happy, and and like I'm like, hey man, that's awesome, bro. But I want you to stop right there. Is what's that? Man? I want you to remember that feeling, that feeling that you have right now, uh, dude. If you could take that and bottle, it. Ugh, but I want you to remember that feeling right now. Because here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna call me, probably in the three to five year range. You're going to call me and tell me about all the shit that's going down in your department and how awful it is and all everything that's wrong with it. You're going to call me bitching about it. And I'm going to tell you, hey, man, do you remember when you called me that day on your knees in the street because they called you and offered you a job? And I kind of have to do that to myself every once in a while, man. Like uh, uh, fires make everything better. I mean, I know for the for the homeowner, it doesn't make (laughs) their life better, but. All the negativity and all the shit that's going down, and the, the firehouse politics and all that stuff. man, the busier you are, like the more that kind of yeah. goes away. You know, we're we're not burning the world down in the Colony, of Texas. So, do we catch a fire and it makes everything right with the world for for a little while? And it, you, that might that might have been what kind of drug me out of that funk. I think it was actually yeah, it kind of was a fire. Um, got moved to another shift, caused some fires, and yeah, man, I'm back on the horse again, but. It's uh sometimes you have to take it back to that day, man. Like, Hey, you got, I get to do this. dude. I Have you ever you got the baseball swing, a Halligan through a front door? <laughs> like, is there anything more freaking hood rat? Like, just like you get to do that. You walk up with this 10 pound metal tool and swing it into a door frame and smoke this door and break it open. I mean, I get to do that shit. How how freaking cool is I,
0: that? I've, uh, my my big joke is, I feel bad for astronauts and fighter pilots because they don't get to be firefighters. Yeah, we we really have the best job <laughs> in the world.
1: <laughs> it's it's yeah. pretty rad. So what what about, like, now? I, I'd like to I'd like to fly a jet I mean, me,
0: oh not me. I hate I flying. I got to fly a
1: lot to teach, uh, and I, I've got to be. Uh, that's because you're not driving. Like, if you're driving that thing, that's a whole other thing. I don't know, uh, I but even th- if I
0: th- wasn't driving and the engine died, I wouldn't fall 30,000 feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there is that.
0: There is that. And that's going to do it for part one with David Freese. Check back next Monday for part two. Stay safe, brothers and sisters. Today's podcast was sponsored by Fire Facilities, designers and manufacturers of realistic, built-to-last training structures and mobile units for 30 years. Make training count. Visit firefacilities.com for more information.